Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So, for you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to TryLootCrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter Bridge 10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. The blast came from the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Welcome to verse number four of the University Usual. This is the usual spinoff where we go where no other podcast has gone before as we explore the galaxies that are far, far away in the Shires over the Dale. Uh, I'm your host, Will, and with me is my hetero life mate, Marshall. What up, Holmes? And uh, this is also an opportunity for us to try our more exotic beverages, so we'll be picking each other's frostiness today. Uh, <laughs> I decided to, uh, you know, Ugh. F your crap up. I, uh, we're day drinking. It's 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. And we had shots of Captain. Yeah. Thanks for that, buddy. That was gross. <laughs> but anyway, I picked something that I think you're going to think is super gross, too, but I love it. It was on sale the other day. I've had it on the show before. It is Lagunitas Little Something Ale. It's a... It's Actually, a, no, sorry. Little Something Something Ale. It's a it's a, it's a hoppy mess that's going to be uh, happening in my mouth. Well, it's, not, it's not an IPA, but it is... Try it. I think you'll like it. It's got a little, like... It's almost a little sweet, a little caramel in there. Some, uh... I think you might... Maybe like it? Oh, that's actually not bad. It's not bad. I mean, I couldn't have, you know, many of them. Or a one of them. I could have a one. <laughs> oh, we'll see. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. We'll see if I can finish the, the half, a, <laughs> half a tumble. Yeah, I gave, you, I gave you like a shot of it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyways, uh, if, if, you, if this is your first time uh, catching our Universal Usual, this is the show where we uh, cover the different universes within the uh, pop culture spectrum, including... Uh, the Berlantiverse, um, Fox, Marvel, DC, Disney, Disney, and Smodco. Uh, we might be soon having to add Harry Potter, considering that's getting revived. I don't know. We'll see. I, you know, it's funny, man. As I was putting together real reviews the other day, I or some of the stuff that I had chosen for that show, I was thinking like eventually we might have to, you know, maybe when Doctor Who comes back. Yeah. Um, since you're you're not current on that though, you gotta no, catch I'm up. Behind. So when you get current on some of the other ones, we'll add those in maybe. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking Game of Thrones, but I'm like, it's only on for two yeah, more but, seasons. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, two more seasons. We've talked about it enough. I think that's something I would like to keep in real reviews, but Harry Potter, maybe. I, I don't, well, I'm not the biggest Potter yeah, well, head, once though. you watch a wind up, but once you listen to our next real reviews, you'll see there's actually some, uh, some exciting uh, Harry Potter news coming. But regardless, we're going to start with the Berlantiverse, which, uh, if you aren't a big CW watcher like we are, it's, uh, the DC TV spectrum that includes Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Vixen, and Constantine. Constantine. Um, so we'll start with some overall uh, news. Uh, we just got back from Comic Con. I was just going to say we should mention that some of the stuff we're going to weave in 
from our uh, experiences at Comic Con. Yeah, because we were at so some of these panels. We were. We we actually the only panels that I got to see were a, a stream of five panels. We started with Grimm, which actually isn't part of the Berlin universe, but we saw Supergirl, then Legends of Tomorrow, then Flash and Arrow. Yeah. It was awesome. It was very, very cool. Um, we, we missed the last part of Arrow because we had to go get some signatures. So we missed something that uh, is kind of exciting, but we'll talk about that in a second. I'm sure we will. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> um, but let's start with the, they have a pretty cool, uh, CWDC comic superheroes trailer. What do you think of that? I, was this the one that we saw there? No, this is a mashup trailer that. Oh, I watched individually. I watched the other one. I don't know if I watched this one. We'll watch it. That was really cool. No, that was cool. Yeah, I um I didn't see that when I was watching the the there was like a mashup of the the other ones that we were talking about a minute ago, but we'll get to that in a bit. So that was cool. Um, what else we got? Uh, there's some news that should we talk about what we just watched? I mean, we just no one else heard what we just. I know, watched. right? <laughs> uh, we just watched a mashup of uh, of the the CWDC comics, and uh, which is really cool because they themed it very much like the old serials. Yeah, from which the was 30s. Cool. And then there it's was like, a line well, from... Lo- uh, well, the Lone Rangers <laughs> arrived that jump and... What was that guy? What's her name? Flockart? She yeah. Said, she had that line. She said, you guys look like a... What is it? Yeah, uh, the, uh, the attractive yet yeah, unassuming, non-threatening <laughs> uh, cast of a CW show. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I love how tongue-in-cheek they are. Yeah, for sure. Um, but no, I love all the shows, so let's get into them. Um, there's some news that it looks like that we might be getting. I mean, we've already gotten uh, some casting news throughout the shows, and we'll have a little bit more for this show. But the uh, there's some rumors that Batwoman, Oracle, and Constantine might be rumored for coming up uh, for more uh, appearances this year, which is very interesting because... Appearances, not their own shows. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'd love to see Constantine come back. Yeah, absolutely. Constantine's a great character. And if you haven't watched the first season, you can catch it on CW Seed, which is fantastic. Right. Um, I'm really interested how they're going to do Oracle and, and, and Batwoman. Um, Oracle is especially interesting since, um, Felicity, when they were, there was that rumor, there for was that rumor that she was going to be Oracle. She actually became Overwatch. Right. Um, so very interesting that they, they might be, I don't know how Batwoman fits into this. Where would she come from? I don't know either. They haven't, they haven't put Gotham into this at all yet. They haven't. But the cool thing is, is they're starting to introduce more of that through, uh, the casting for, uh, uh, I believe it was Supergirl mm. that they're bringing in uh, the Green Lantern. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Hal Jordan universe. Area. Okay. Well, so we'll see how it goes. So that'll be kind of cool. Um, you know, any expansion is going to do nothing but help. Yeah, for sure. I think. Um, so let's start with uh, Arrow 5. We That was the last uh, panel we saw. Yep. But um, they had their own trailer for, for the upcoming season. Oh, I can't wait, dude. And they're one of the only shows that had actually already started filming. So there's some new footage from from the new season. It looks fantastic. And we've already seen these trailers, so we're not going to rehash them. rehash them and stuff like that. But check out the show notes, especially if you're not caught up on any of these. We don't want to spoil what was seen. Um, but the trailer looked phenomenal. I, and I, I'm one of those people that um, didn't jump the boat around season three like a lot of folks did. No, um, I thought it was good. I, I, I mean, I know a one lot of, of my people, favorites, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of uh, a lot of people thought it was a little bit slower. Well, and I think people didn't like the Nanoparbot stuff and, and stuff like that. But, um, I, I thought I, Damien Dark was great enough oh, to yeah. keep you reined in anyway. No, Dark is, Dark's phenomenal. So anyway. That's uh, all about Neil McDonough. He's a, he's oh, a great actor. That so. guy is ridiculous. And actually you see him in this other, um, anyway, I'll, we'll talk about it Yeah, later. we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, one thing that we missed at the panel because we had to leave early because we had to go uh, get a signing of frequency, which is very cool. We got yep. to meet Mackay Pfeiffer and Peyton List. Um, 
But, the, of course, it was instigated by, uh, why am I, dro- John Berryman. Yep. There we go. Who's an old song and dance man. Um, they broke into song of the, the song You'll Be Back from Hamilton. Oh, that's awesome. And if you're not a huge Hamilton fan, one, one great thing about Hamilton is, uh, King George III, who's the king of England at the time, he breaks in and interrupts a couple times. And one of them is saying, You'll be back. Because, you know, they're, of course, rebelling. Right. And my favorite line is, uh, you know, you're my loyal subjects and, and you know, I love you. And and um, and if you don't come back, then I'm going to send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. <laughs> and I just think that's a brilliant line. That's funny. And uh, the, the actor is phenomenal who, who performed it originally on stage. Cool. And uh, it was great because the entire cast is up there singing the song for like a good three and a half minutes. Nice, man. So it was fantastic. Um, I'm sorry we missed it, but, you know. No, it was worth it because we got to meet Mackay Pfeiffer. So. Off to the next thing. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's the way it is at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Off it was to like one thing, thing to the next thing to the next thing, and then you pass out. Exactly. Um, they also uh, cast uh, Joe Dinicol, um as Ragman. So we were starting to get more okay. and more deep cuts from the Yeah, from I'm not familiar DC with Ragman. Universe. But. Um, but Joe Dinicol is a good actor. So cool. Um, that's very exciting. What I like most about what we learned is that um, – one of the, I can't remember if it was, um, uh, one of the producers, I think. Yeah, I can't remember if it was, uh, Guggenheim or, or, uh, what's her name? She was up there, the, one of the showrunners was yeah, up there. I, I yeah, I can't remember, but one, one of them said that, uh, you know, it's the, the Arrowverse, you know, Katie Cassidy will return in one, uh, one respect or another for Black, uh, Canary. Right. Which was cool because actually they mentioned it in the Legends of Tomorrow, uh, panel, I think as well, because, yeah. Time travel. You know exactly. what I mean? It's like, if, you know, we can get these people back. And we're talking about snark too. Yeah. You know, which I know we're jumping around a little bit, but you know, that's the, that's the great thing about this universe is it does jump around and you have the time travel and the multiverse and all this other stuff going on. So exactly. So it's very exciting because I, I do love Katie, Katie Cassidy. I was a little disappointed that they, is multiverse the right term for DC. Yes. Okay. I, I do love her. Black Canary is a great character. So that's exciting. Yeah, for sure. Um, before Arrow, we saw the Flash panel, which it, it was kind of funny because actually everybody waited for Flash and then like half the audience left during Arrow. Well, it's funny because the the way they slotted that was, and I was watching the tweets on the line, uh, I was getting notifications of the lines and people waiting for Ballroom 20. Ballroom 20 is the second largest um venue yeah it's 4800 seats yeah it's huge so what people were frustrated with is we were in line for a good chunk of time and by the time we got in there two and a half hours it was it was partway through gotham no grim grim sorry and then by the time it got to flash everybody who was there was like for flash yeah they actually shut down the line entry during legends of tomorrow which was one before it so if you weren't in halfway through legends tomorrow you were not going to make it in for and that's what people were frustrated with they were like line hasn't moved um, Flash is about to start, and then it didn't start moving again. I think until after Flash, when Arrow came up. Right. So, anyway, um, which is is kind of understandable. The way that they they uh, they set the times, so they did it in reverse order of yeah. how they joined the universe. Well, and also Flash is the more I think beloved show. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, obviously the humor and all that, but uh, I don't know, man. I I like Arrow because it's dark. Um, you're a dark person. I, you know, and, and, and that's not a black joke. Well, obviously. <laughs> well, it might be. Um, but, we'll call him a, we'll call him right? Uh, but no, and my wife loves Flash more than Arrow. I'm, 
I go back and forth. It's more depending, palatable to a wider range of audience. It depends on the storyline, though. Like, right now, I'm not the biggest fan of the illicity madness going on with Arrow, but, yeah. you know, whatever. It is what it is. All right, so let's let's go on with Flash. Yeah, so anyway, so they also had their own uh, season three trailer, which I thought was fantastic. So good. Um, it, was, it was phenomenal. Um, but It was again, mostly old footage, but... It was mostly because they hadn't started filming yet. Right. Um, but what I, what I love is that, obviously, not only the cast of all these shows, but the showrunners love musical theater. And yeah. I, I love, you know me, I'm, I do. I mean, I got this love of musical theater from my parents. I uh, mean, I would never be in musical theater. Just I blame them. I'm so, uh, you know, I don't like being in public like that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I grew up with my dad singing songs from Camelot and nice. Carousel and my mom watching, you know, Summerstock and stuff like that. Nice. So Grant Gustin and Melissa Benoist from Supergirl, uh, they, they mentioned the possibility of a Supergirl and Flash musical episode. And that's going to be the best thing ever. Absolutely. <laughs> I got to catch up on Supergirl. That's the only one that I'm not caught it's up good. on. It's good. Yeah. It no, is really I'm like five, four or five episodes in, but, um, that's the only one out of this realm I have to catch yeah, up. Yeah. Well, on. you haven't even gotten to where they introduced Martian Manhunter and no. that's a good, you're going to be all about that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to, I think, um, Kate actually ended up liking it after we got through it. So we, we were finishing up, um, we have one more episode, actually the finale of um, Orange is the New Black to finish. And then when we get back from the cabin, I think we're going to go back to Supergirl. Cool. We have that and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to catch up on. So Awesome. Um, one thing we did learn from the panel is that Flash will actually be fighting two big baddies uh, in this season. Um, we know for sure one is going to be Dr. Alchemy. Yep. Um, the other one is another speedster, of course, because, you know, you got to have speedsters. Yeah. But we don't know who it's going to be. We do know that Jesse Quick is going to get, uh, you know, um, a wider role. Yeah. Um, which will be cool. And also Wally West. Yeah, as, for as sure. Kid Flash. Yeah. So we know we have two, um, theoretically light side, uh, speedsters that are going to be joining the, uh, the show. So that'll be cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited about that, man. I, I can't wait for them to actually get their powers. So yeah. Um, we finally saw this last week. I actually already posted it to Pinterest, but we got to see Kid Flash's costume. Oh yeah. It looks it was sick. Really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, now we're on the Legends Tomorrow, which is one of your favorite shows. Oh, I love this show. I really enjoy it. This um, is the top of the wife and I. This is our this is our show. Oh, we love this show. Cool. Why don't you take the lead on this one? Well, let me tell you. So the the one thing about Legends of Tomorrow that we both like, we like time travel stuff. We're big Doctor Who fans, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but we're also because we're big Doctor Who fans, we love uh Rip Hunter. Yes. Um, who played Rory in in um Doctor Who. Which is awesome because really quick, this is one of the questions that was asked from the QA. I'm glad you're saying yeah. Is that is is the main reason why he refers to Heatwave as Mr. Rory. Mr. Rory. Because yeah. his name is uh um I can't remember. His, his last name, name is uh, yeah, his, fir- his first name is Rory. No, his last name is Rory. His Wait. first name is Oh Mick. Mick Rory. Mick Rory. Yeah. Is his name and so um, uh, uh, Rip Tyler always references him Hunter. as Mister Rip Hunter. Sorry, <laughs> Rip Tyler. God, that's an old school actor. Um, he always references him as Mister Rory, and is that because of Doctor Who? And he goes, "No, it's just the way it works out." Just the way it went. Yeah, I, I, and so that's one of the reasons why we love the show. We love him. Um, but also because we watched Arrow and really loved Arrow. A lot of those characters are there. Yes. Um, and you see, you know, you have Adam 
and White Canary and all that. And, and there's something about that show. I think it's a dynamic between the characters. It's fun, but the same, you know, there's the episodes where they go back to certain time periods and it's like, yep. and it's, and it's just really neat the way they do it. But, um, this for some reason, when we have a choice of all the shows, like when we have one episode of everything, this is the one we always watch first. Oh, interesting. So it's just, it seems to be the way it's going and we really we really enjoy the show so cool um this was one of my favorite panels i think that we saw yeah it was a lot of fun um and this was the first one where they brought out uh john berriman mm-hmm. because as we mentioned in last week's uh universal usual john berriman has been promoted to cast regular in three different shows yeah he's gonna on, be hopping around a little bit. yeah so he's gonna be on three different shows arrow flash and legends of tomorrow and the reasoning why is because they announced the the teams for um, the Justice Society of America and Legion of Doom, which is going to be the, the, the two factions going against each other. Right. Um, I cannot we, wait for the Legion of Doom stuff. Exactly. Oh my God. Well, we got introduced to the new two team members, um, which is very cool. We have, uh, uh, Captain, uh, Captain Steel, not Commander Steel, which is going to be a different character. Right. But Captain Steel and also, uh, oh, Vixen. Vixen. Yeah. They're introducing Vixen, yeah. which is not the same Vixen from the cartoon. Which is okay. Which is okay. But, but she's been in Arrow before. Right. Yeah. Um, well, no, this no. is a different actress. Oh, really? Yes, because the cool thing about Vixen is very similar to the the, the cool thing about... Um, oh, because she changes. Yeah, they change because it's a totem that's passed down through family. Right, right. So this is going to be a different Because she version. was just in the last season of Arrow, wasn't she? Yeah, Vixen? she was in a couple yeah. of episodes. I just like that little quip of like, oh, we had an animated in, you know, in... Yeah, know, animated encounter. Encounter. Yeah. That was it, yeah. And the the reason why they're doing that is if they do want to keep her in Arrow, they can keep that actress in Arrow, and it's not going to cross storylines. Got it. Because okay. they do have many different vixens throughout the timeline. Cool. Um. So that's very cool. But the 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 Justice Society of America. We already got introduced to Rex Tyler at the beginning of last season. Yep. Or at the end of last season. Um. But they're also going to have Doctor Midnight, Star Girl, and Obsidian. Cool. Very cool. But uh, why don't you list uh, the, the oh. members of the Legion of Doom? Oh God, the Legion of Doom. Damien Dark, obviously. Yeah. My my boy. Uh, Reverse Flash. <laughs> and this is actually Matt Lesher from The Flash. Oh, it is. Back the same okay, actor. good, good, good. I'm glad. Uh, Malcolm Merlin, uh, hands down, my, Dark my, my favorite person on the planet. And, of course, Captain Cold. I know. This is going to be very interesting. Well, because they have to go back... To get him, right? I think they're going to go back to the time where he hasn't been softened by the group, yep. and then now he's, you know, dark, and these guys scooped him up. Yep. And I think that's kind of how they're going to go with it. And I'm, I'm loving it, dude. I love him. I love that character. I can listen to him talk all day. Granted, it will take him half the day to say a few sentences, exactly. But his cadence and just—I've said it before on the show—I just absolutely love that character. So. Yeah, it's it is a very cool character, and Wentworth Miller really pulls him to life. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see the dynamic of when they're fighting against one of their teammates, but he doesn't know he's one of their teammates. Exactly. Do you think? Um, that, of course, there's a, there's gonna be that whole dynamic of them trying to be like pulling him back and that kind of thing. But you and, won't have that experience. Right. And Mick yeah. will be trying to say stuff and, you know, whatever. So that'd exactly. be cool. Um, Supergirl was the first one we saw. And one of the cool things is they, they introduced Tyler Hawkland. And that panel was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, they, they introduced Tyler Hawkland, who's going to be uh, Superman. Right. Um, because before we've only gotten snippets of, you know, shadow scenes and, right. you know, hands and back of the head and everything. So and he works. is the Teen Wolf guy. He was in Team Wolf. Yeah. He wasn't the He wasn't Team the main dude, but he right. was in Team Wolf. Exactly. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um I believe. I, I don't watch no, Team Wolf. No, he might have been I think he might have been the main dude. He might have been the main dude. It I doesn't don't matter. We don't watch Teen Wolf, that's stupid. 
Just kidding. Anyway. Captain Sidney. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so he's going to be Superman. And one of the interesting things that they're, they're hypothesizing is they might go into the storyline where Supergirl and Superman fight. Oh, I'm in. Which would be very interesting to see that dynamic. Um, but one of the cool things is if you, you haven't watched it, it's a spoiler, but at the very end of last Sorry. season, um, Supergirl finds another rocket. Cause obviously it's yeah. one of the, one of the, the pods that both she and Kal-El had been sent right. in. Well, she finds another one and she opens it up and she's completely shocked. Okay. Well, we have, we have, it has been confirmed that Chris Wood is the actor who's going to be the person in the rocket and the, idea is the actor in, chris wood yes right okay just making sure and the air the character he could be playing is mon l who would be related to them how um i don't know i think it's a cousin mm, it's always a cousin according to the comics mon l was sent to earth on a similar craft that kal l arrived on originally he was revealed to be kryptonian as well but in actuality he was uh daxamite uh he served in the legion of superheroes as well which could be a gateway for those sort of cameos down the line very cool Cool. So yeah. we don't know if he's good or evil, even though he was in the, the Legion of Superheroes. It doesn't really mean yeah, much. Let's go with evil. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Me too. Um, that'll be very cool. Then we also uh, cast Ian Gomez as Snapper Carr. Um, I really like Ian Gomez. He's the, the, the last thing I saw him in was in that really poorly titled, but actually fairly good show, uh, Cougar Town. With, <laughs> I would never watch that. <laughs> I know, I know. With uh, uh, Courtney Cox. Okay. Um, but he was actually pretty good in it. Um, they also cast uh, Floriana Lima as Maggie Sawyer. Cool. So that'll be very cool. Um, I'll let you take this last bit of news. All right, man. So here's the thing. Kevin Smith would love to direct anything on the CW, right? Dude, he'll, he wants to direct anything and everything. Well, and look, let him. I mean, that Flash episode was amazing. Uh, we already know he's going to do an episode of Arrow. Um, and flash again and flash again this season um i think he said what's uh he said episode three three no, seven. i thought the seven. seven yeah it's seven uh so kevin smith would love to direct supergirl i mean i think it makes sense and i i would love it if he did a crossover oh of course if he did the crossover like the flash the next flash supergirl crossover uh-huh. i think that would be that would be like the best thing ever for him and i think we would get a really good show out of it oh i agree so um yeah man so i'm excited about it vixen so far like we've already said we've seen her in live action in an episode of arrow and she'll be introduced as part of the new legends team but she still has her own cartoon right um which you haven't seen the first season of yet no i haven't but, but I it's will. only four four episodes the second season is coming this fall and we saw a sneak peek where she is battling a uh, a weather was a weather, weather wizard weather wizard uh, who's uh, bringing up tornadoes in a in a tsunami. Uh, it looks like coming up to Central City, right? And the Flash is uh, fighting it with Firestorm, which Firestorm, is a cool crossover yep. in and of itself, right? Uh, but uh, Vixen comes in, right? Very very cool. No, that looked awesome. There was a badass scene because she's flying as an eagle, and all of a sudden she hits her totem <laughs> and turns into a dolphin and, yeah, right and goes in the water. In the water. Yeah, and I sick. thought that was so cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I will before this comes out, I'm sure. Um, Constantine, which is another show you haven't watched, but you did see the crossover. I haven't Arrow. watched it yet. Uh, again, I, I'm going to get before all these next ones, the next seasons of this stuff come out. Constantine's the back of my list and it's not coming back. Right. But, um, eventually I'll get there, but it is, I'm, it's, it's dark, which is, totally and I, and I'm one of those, one of those people, cause I, I don't, and I said this in episode 70, I don't go to the movies to be like angry about the movie. Right. I go to the movie to be entertained and I really like the Constantine one with, uh, with Keanu Reeves. I had a really good time with that movie. That was a good movie. Just because I just, 
love the idea of it, and I wasn't familiar comic wise with it, but right. I I really enjoyed the movie. But yeah, the, but uh, I like I like Keanu Reeves though. You do well, plus <laughs> Tilda Swinton was a really good archangel. Oh, she was Gabriel. so good. I and I'm a, you know I'm yeah. a big Matrix fan, so you know Keanu he's a, he's all right in my book. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to John Wick too. Little side note: oh, the okay. first John Wick is phenomenal. If you haven't, watched no, I haven't it. seen it yet. So good, it's so up your alley because it's about um some uh, contract killers. Uh-huh. And the concept is there's this hotel in the middle of the city that's like safe area. Oh, okay. And there's a concierge that's played by the guy from uh, um, Fringe. Oh, oh, which, which one? Is very cool. The, Do you remember the uh, the the? I like Fringe. The um, the black guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it was very. It's a very very cool concept. Nice. And it's it's a really really cool movie. And the, I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Cool. It's a good thing we never go on tangents. Oh no, never. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Constantine. So, uh, Constantine, <laughs> uh, a former Constantine showrunner, it says there's no current plans to bring back the show. It's yeah, very frustrating. We thought there was a lot of things hinting at it because it got picked. It, they bought it from NBC over to CW. The CW thing was the big indicator, I think. And that they put the whole first season on CWC. They re-aired it on tele. On um, anyway, so they aired it on that uh, on the Spanish language network, and they put it on CWC for streaming. Yeah. So so we'll see, but um, but the the. The last uh, thing that we heard is that there could be an animated version like Vixen, uh, which I'm I think, in with that. Yeah, which I think works because it is darker and it's much more. Um, it deals with evil forces as yeah. opposed to villainous forces. Yeah, if, if the, there's a distinction there, and so you could play a little bit more in the animated realm. Sounds good. Yeah, so that's it for the Berlantiverse. Now we'll move on to Marvel, which we got a lot of news. Uh. Out of uh, the... I'm just um, so tired. I'm just kidding. Let's go. Okay. Really quick. Basically, the format we're going to go with this one is Marvel introduced a panel. <laughs> they introduced a trailer. We got a little bit of news. They introduced a panel. Got a trailer. A little bit of news. Right. Um, a lot of the trailers are not released, so we haven't had a chance to watch them. Un- unfortunately. But we will mention uh, that they did do trailers. Yeah. So, first of all, let's get some news. Uh, I'm actually really excited about it. Marvel is uh, creating a Marvel Insider Loyalty Program. Cool. And it's for the Marvel company as a whole. So, whether you go and see movies or you buy comics, comics or you watch yeah. the TV shows or you buy merchandise, it all builds into the same loyalty program. Okay. So, I'm very excited to try that out. Um, as uh, I'll sign up for it and uh, as I learn more about it. I will let the fans know. Sounds good. Uh, but Marvel announced uh, some new animated projects, including a new Rocket and Groot cartoon. I'm excited about this one because I think my kids would love it. Yeah, and well, we are... watch Guardians of the Galaxy with them. I think the the Guardians of Gar- they Did I watch the movie with my kids? No, I don't remember. But anyway, well, they have a cartoon right now, which just released its 24th episode. Oh well. Um, and it's really good. And we actually, last year, we watched the prequel ones, which was the origin oh, stories right. of all the characters. That's right, yeah. And that was really cool. So I think I'm going to try to catch up on the cartoon, which would be very cool. Yeah. Um, because it's done by the uh, Disney XD, which is a great channel. Oh, yeah. We love that stuff. Um, Kevin Feige, who basically is running the universe, uh, commented on uh, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe's five-year plan. What do you think about it? I think that I'm in. <laughs> one way or another uh i didn't really i mean this isn't much different than what we already knew right right 
Um, but really, we always look at the horizon line. Um, that's usually about five years off, I explained. Sometimes even that is sort of a pipe dream. Sometimes it even goes beyond that. Uh, that's usually what we're looking at. Right now, we know through, we know, oh, let's say, we know through and have announced through 2019. We have ideas and pretty firm of where we're going to 2020. 2021, which still sounds like a crazy far-fetched future to me, but 2021 is still in flux through 2025. Well, I mean, that's the great thing about Kevin Feige is he has such long-range plans. This is right. something the DCEU really hasn't had, and I'm hoping Jeff Johns can solidify. Um, because as you can tell, Zack Snyder really has like a, a movie-to-movie plan. And I would rather have a universal plan that really right. f- informs every decision with each movie. Um, because it's the only way it's all going to stay connected that Feige's done, and he's done a brilliant job. Absolutely. And I, like I said, man, I mean... Having a five-year plan is good, seeing how things go, and then go from there. I think that's the way to do it. Exactly. So. Um, Joss Whedon, <laughs> who is phenomenal, and of course yeah. he brought life to the to the MCU with Avengers and, and Avengers uh, Age of Ultron, right. um, who said he really needed a break. Um, I, I'm going to precursor his with the news about him by saying one of my favorite quotes from Joss Whedon is um, when in... Uh, a journalist asked him, why do you write such strong female characters? And his response was, because you keep asking me that question. <laughs> I remember that. And it's such a brilliant response yeah. to an obvious idea. I mean, if you look at something like Firefly, for example, um, how, I mean, the female characters in that, even... Yeah, Marina Backer. Marina Backer, and even her character, she plays a, you know... Companion. A companion. a con- You know, someone to... It, it, that is a strong role, even though it is like a sub, like a subversive, like profession, I guess. The yeah. Way to say. Well, that's what I love about it is it, he gave, he gives strength to characters you think would have weakness. Um, which, I mean, a teenage girl. Yeah. Oh, is also Buffy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I was thinking of, uh, the mechanic, Kylie. Or, oh, uh, from, from Firefly. Firefly as but, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but is it yeah. Kylie? Uh, Kaylee. 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 Um, but I mean, he writes such strong female characters, right, right. which is phenomenal. So um, we buried the lead enough. And to bury the lead <laughs> enough, Joss Whedon said he would return to direct an MCU movie if it was a Black wi- Black Widow standalone. And how good would that be, dude? And that, we all love the Black Widow. Um, I actually had a piece of news in here it's somewhere. In the real reviews. Is it? You put it in real reviews. That was dumb. Should I just say it now? Well, well yeah, we'll, we'll mention them both. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that I found interesting, speaking of Black Widow, is the fact that she, um, Scarlett, Scar- Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is the highest grossing female actress of all time right now. Yeah. Which is insane. It is, but granted, she does voiceover and other stuff too. But. She does. But the great thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that she's in almost every movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, she started with Iron Man 2. Right. So she was in Iron Man 2. She's in Avengers. Avengers 2. She's been in... She's in Captain, Captain America. America. Captain right. America 2. Right. Captain America 3. Yeah, I know. She's amazing. She's and She wasn't in the first Captain America. She was in the second and third one. Right. So she's in all of them. Right. Um, because she is one of those... Because it's, it's another reason. She's such a strong character. Right. She's the one that's sent out to deal with everybody. Exactly. So, um, so very cool. Um, plus, you know, she had some other, you know, great movies that she was in besides. No, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you haven't watched Lucy yet, watch it. No, I, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, so your type of movie. I know. I should see it. I've heard. Um, all right. So now we're, we're first going to talk about Captain America. And one of the cool things we were looking forward to at the convention was that they were releasing the 75th anniversary statue for yep. Cap. 
Um, I didn't actually get to see it because I didn't make it to the Marvel booth on the shore floor, but you got to see it from a distance. I saw it from a distance. It's badass. It's, I mean, the way he's got the shield, uh-huh. I mean, it's just, it's, it's pretty sweet. I didn't get that, I didn't get that close. The, the floor was so crowded, man. It was mad. Um, and especially around that particular booth. So I just kind of looked at it from a distance, didn't get a pick or anything. I did see the Superman one, which we'll talk about later, but, um, but yeah, man, I, I, I think that statue is absolutely phenomenal. I hope that, uh, it does, they do what they say they're going to do with it and take it out to Brooklyn, right? Yeah. They're supposed to be taking it out to Brooklyn. It's probably already on its way. Hopefully. Um, but I still think it'd be once, uh, comic-con international nails down where they're going to be long term because right now they're in the middle of a two-year deal with san diego right whether they stay in san diego whether they go up to anaheim um i personally hope for anaheim even though i like san diego yeah yeah um, i just like the gas lamp so much the that's, gas lamp is a great that's area. my argument for that but yeah. i also love disneyland exactly plus i mean with the fact that i think you would have more involvement from disney properties yeah that's true and then you know if it was at Anaheim, we still have Downtown Disney and other, you know, stuff like that, which is fine. And I, I love going to Downtown Disney. Um, I love going to Disneyland. The issue is it's more expensive even than the gas lamp to like, you know, cause you go to the gas lamp, you can find a place to eat and drink and stuff for not ridiculous amounts, but you go to like, I love Tortilla Joe's. Um, you know, you go down there and before you know it, my family's out of there for a smooth 130 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, same thing with ESPN Zone. Right. Uh, the one perk about it is is there's plenty of hotels around. Exactly. And they're all closer than a lot of the hotels at San Diego. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Um, they're all within walking distance. Walking distance, yeah. So that's awesome. Now. Um, but we tangented. Where are we? Well, we're Cap- slept in Captain America. We're Captain. Okay. They released the Captain America Civil War and Black Panther featurette, which if you want to watch it, it's in the show notes. It's pretty darn cool. Yep. Uh, Marvel does great with their special features. So they really do. Really check it out because it gives you a good essence of a whole bunch of stuff. So Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, very cool. They weren't ex- uh, A lot of people weren't expecting this, but the Marvel panel, they brought out um, the full synopsis and the cast, and they released the first trailer. Which is awesome. Um, we didn't get to see the trailer, um, but we got the synopsis. Should we, t- should we talk Absolutely. about the synopsis? So the synopsis is a young Peter Parker spider- slash Spider-Man um, who made a sensational debut in Marvel's Captain America, begins to navigate his newfound identity as the web-slinging superhero in Spider-Man Homecoming. So that's it. Uh, we do know the villain is the vulture, and we're hopefully. <laughs> no, I've just been that's it for the synopsis, yeah. which and is hopefully kind of that'll like be played, pretty big. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that'll be played by um, uh, Mac- Michael Keaton. Um, Donald Glover is going to be in it. He's great. He was in the Martian. He was in Community. A lot of people are hypothesizing he might be Miles Morales. Yeah, do we know? We don't know uh, what what's his name's playing yet, do we? Who? Um, Keaton. No, not yet. That's right. Okay. Everyone's assuming it's Vulture. Got it. Okay. Um, but what I love is it's confirmed that Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in this. Yeah. Which is obviously because he was the way in in uh, Civil War. So. In Civil War. Yeah. Um, so that's it for for uh, Kev- uh, for Spider-Man. Uh, the biggest uh, bit of news was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we got a lot from because that. Because that's the, the next – well, that's the second one coming up because the next one is um, Doctor Strange. We have Strange first, then uh, Volume then- 2. Yeah, then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah, um, they showed a new trailer, which, which of course we don't have footage of. Right. Um, but they uh, we do have a link to watch the presentation. Yep. Uh, which is everything but the trailer because they cut it off. Right. Um, and I haven't watched it yet, but uh, but we have we've got the the you know tidbits from it right here. So right. Um, but they've uh, announced that Elizabeth Debicki is going to be playing Aisha, which is one of the villains. Yep. In Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, one thing I've really found interesting is they've cast Sylvester Stallone. I know as one of the Ravagers. Yeah, which will be very cool. I love that he's not. I mean, he might be a main Ravager. We don't know, but 
uh, it's just cool that they're bringing in great people. So, anyways, if he's a Ravager, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Now, we also learned out that uh, Kurt Russell, who we'd already known was going to be in the movie, is actually going to be playing Star-Lord's dad. And they also announced that it is Ego, the living planet. Which, there was a lot of projection that that was going to be the case. Right. But the cool thing is, well, a lot of people thought it was going to be Jason. Oh, okay. Um, So, Ego kind of took a little bit of people by surprise. But um, a lot of people were also saying, you know, why did you announce the character already? You know, because, and then James Gunn came out and said, you know, we didn't want it to be months of speculation of, we didn't want the whole run to the movie being, like, who's Star-Lord's dad? Right. Be, so it's really, like, we went ahead and released it, and now you can focus on the story. Right. And then it's like, here's where we're going with it, and let's go. Right. You know? Exactly. Which I think is very cool. Right. Cool. Um, and then, um, one Tas- of the cool Taser things. Taserface? Yeah, they brought in Taserface, which is one of the main Ravagers. Um, and he uh, was actually brought out in full costume at the Was he really? Yeah. Okay. He wow. like marched out. It was like, Arr. it was very, very cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So Thor, um, we got a, a, some another new trailer, which we don't have footage of. Right, right. Um, but Thor Ragnarok is really cool. One thing that was awesome was out on the show floor, they showed um, the Gladiator Hulk armor. Oh, really? Which is very cool. Click on it. It's very cool armor. Um, because this is obviously, uh, it's a galactic road show between, uh, Thor and. Oh, no, I did Hulk. see this. This was with the arm, right? The silver arm? Yeah. yeah no, I saw this. Yeah, 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 totally. And this is basically like a back way of, of introducing Planet Hulk. Yeah, this is badass, dude. Um, but I love the, the, the axe that, uh, Thor has and the silver arm that, that, oh. uh, that Hulk wields. It's very, very cool. That's sick, dude. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, then we got a new, we got the, the, uh, the latest Doctor Strange trailer. Right. Which is very cool. Which we still don't have footage of. Which we, no, we have footage of that one. Do we watch this? Um, we saw part of it at the Babylon show. Oh, that's right. I was wondering about that. The Wi Fi password. <laughs> Not savages. <laughs> Okay, so okay, there are five things I want to mention really quick. Can I can I say one thing? Yes, real quick. Troidal Ojiofor, he played the villain in Serenity, correct? Yes, the movie Serenity. Yes, I love him so much. Oh, he's fantastic! Like, I just have to say, I just he's great. I, in everything. I, I cannot wait to see him in Cumberbatch. Like he, that last he moment for, was, he was up for an Oscar a couple years ago for Twelve Years a Slave. That's right. Okay, yeah. No, I just I love him. Okay, anyway. that was actually one, five things really quick. Uh, it's the first speaking part we've seen of Chowetology before, right? And he's phenomenal. I mean, as you said, he's from Serenity. He was in Twelve Years a Slave. He was right. in 20, uh, 2012 right? With uh, um, the the Dean Devlin movie. I just love him, dude. He is fantastic. So it's great seeing him speak because we've only seen bits and pieces of him right. okay second thing is i really hope they flesh out the idea of rachel mcadams as night nurse oh yeah because be if they don't then not letting rosario dawson be night nurse kind of falters mm-hmm. um so that's uh two first really good look at maz mickelson yeah and he looks like a phenomenal villain oh dude and I just like how everything seems to be folding on itself, yeah. and it's this idea of all. I mean, it's just, number four. It's very Inception-like, yeah. But instead of building, it looks like collapsing, yeah, for sure. Which is very cool. And the very cool thing about when you because it all takes place in well, that part takes place in New York, right? You actually see the Avengers Tower collapsing. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Well, oh, that's nuts. Which is very cool. The fifth thing: how badass is that a way to put on a cloak? Oh, I mean, look, I. 
And those of you with access to the blooper reel, um, my so, what I sometimes do is I will cut out when we watch a trailer together and our reactions to it, and I'll put yeah. that in the blooper reel. That'll be in there. My reaction to the cloak. I because mean, it's like he's holding his hand and he throws it. Yeah. And it wraps around his head and it's perfect on but, his back. But he magically wraps it around yep. himself and it just hovers for a sec and then it clasps and then he just keeps walking. Badass. Uh, so good. I so, cannot wait. No, I, I'm so stoked for this movie, dude. So speaking of, um, we have Scott Derrickson. I saw this. Uh, says Doctor Strange starts the uh, Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Yes. Um, which is very cool because, um, we're going to be seeing more and more of that. I'm sure with Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, as we start looking at other universes. Right, for um, sure. And, of course, Thanos is going to be bring, being brought in. Um, totally. Yeah, so very, very cool. And one thing, Benjamin Bratt has been cast. I love Benjamin Bratt. What A lot was of people he know him from Law & Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Law & Order for years. Mm-hmm. He was in the uh, Miss Congeniality movies. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's really, really good, and he's already got the rock and the goatee for Doctor Strange. Yep. So, um, no, I really like him. Seems like he's going to be a side character a bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, he used to he used to date uh, Julia Roberts for a long time. Cool. Um, but he's a phenomenal actor. So Doctor Strange just keeps getting better and better. Uh, one of the very cool things that we weren't expecting is they announced the cast for Black Panther. They announced the cast for for uh, for Black Panther, and we already know. Um, uh, Chadwick Boseman plays right. plays uh, T'Challa, um, but of course they brought in the the requisite Disney uh, woman uh, Lupita Nyong'o, <laughs> and, uh, who's and, in everything. And I think there was rumor that she was in the movie, but now we have confirmation that she's there. Uh, Dana, Dana, Denai, Denai, uh, Guerrera is playing Oki. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay might be weird. The um, head of the Dora Milaje. Okay. And the cool thing about the Dora Milaje, we saw an introduction of them in, in, uh, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. They're his female, all female bodyguards. Okay. Cool. And they're the one that stepped up to Scarlett Johansson when she was standing outside right, his right. car. Oh, that's badass. And we also have confirmation that, uh, Michael B. Jordan, he's going to be playing Eric, uh, Killmonger. Uh, and lastly, Star Wars The Force Awakens star, 12 Years a Slave star, Lupita Nyong'o is portrayed as Nakia. So. Yeah. And the cool thing of Michael B. Jordan is they're bringing him in because he, of course, played, um, uh, Johnny Storm. Right. In the latest F- Fantastic Four. So they're bringing him over from Fox. Which is great. Yeah. So, and Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. And obviously he already has he is. a great working relationship with Ryan Coogler because he played, uh, Adonis Creed. Right. Um, which if you haven't seen Creed yet, it's one of the Still best films. I will. It's one of the best films from last year. You have to watch it. And Ryan Coogler is a great director. He did that one. He also did Fruitvale Station. Right. So. Which I haven't seen either. Um, Captain Marvel was actually the big, uh, big news. Big um, reveal, actually. Big like, reveal. Yeah. Um, because it has been announced that Brie Larson is going to be doing it. And, and she's, I've always liked Brie Larson because she was in the 21 Jump Street movie. Right. She was in a whole bunch of other stuff, but she really won my heart over when she won her Oscar for Room. Yeah, oh, and you you so were talking about her like yeah I know, and I and I still haven't seen Room. I don't know if I have the guts to see. No, that movie. I, it, it, you have to be in the right mind because yeah. I was bawling like a baby. Well, as a father, I don't know if I can I can do it, but um, but yeah, man, I I'm excited about this. Brie Larson is great, and Captain Marvel I think is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, and uh, we also have a little video in there of uh, Kevin Feige and why he explained the choice of Brie Larson because right. you know obviously um uh the, who's the UFC fighter oh um. She really wanted the role. Yeah, she was in Fast and Furious 7. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. That's it. Yes. So Ronda Rousey really was pushing for the role. Yeah. um, But it went to Brie Larson, which, you know, I think Ronda Rousey did a great job in Fast and Furious 7 for what her role was. Right. But But carrying a whole movie as a, a, I mean. Yeah, I mean. She's not an actress. (laughs) No. 
Gal Gadot uh, is leading Wonder Woman, obviously. Yeah. But this being the very first female-led um, Marvel movie, they needed someone with gravitas. They needed and somebody. Brie Larson brings that, and they needed somebody um, who could act. Who is an actor? Definitely bring depth to the it, character. I think it's one thing to bring in a uh, WWE, you know, fighter, right. right? Because they're actors, giant actors, right? From the mo- I mean, they're terrible actors, but you know, uh, we get the Rock and stuff from that, right? Uh-huh. But um, I, I just don't think that w- Ronda Rousey wouldn't have worked. No, so I'm glad they went with Brie Larson. So uh, absolutely. Um, and the the last thing is that they introduced a whole bunch of new logos, and uh, I'll be posting these to Pinterest so if you want to check them out. Um, they also have a new Marvel intro. Uh, so if you want to see that one, I think we saw it on Dr. Strange. Yeah, we saw it. Um, but it's very cool. We have that in there, but check out all the new logos because it's a new logo for Marvel itself. Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Captain Marvel. Sweet. Um, now we're on to uh, the television stuff. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a lot of cool stuff coming out of that. Why don't you take this? Yeah, so they started filming episode, episode, uh, season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I am still stuck in season one. I am partway through season three. Can't wait to catch up. I love that show. That was one of those ones we just kind of, for some reason, kept. Well, the reason being, it was all of the uh, the CW stuff, right? And that kept us back, kept us from it. Um, but I love that. I love that show. I it took it takes like five six episodes to get into it. But once you get into it, I think it's really really good. Um, but anyway, Agents of Shield is going to include classic and humans. Um, in season four, and I know one of them. Yeah, Let me is, open this up. Yeah, and this is where we we talked about it last time, and how uh, Marvel is phasing out in the comics. They're phasing out the X Men because they don't have the right to the term mutant in the cinematic universe. Right. And so, why do they keep creating content for for Fox to use? So now they're kind of going over to the Inhumans, which are non mutant mutants. Yeah, they don't really. They're not very specific here. But he says, of course, many fans are hoping to see Black Bolt. Karnak or Karnak, which is fair enough, as those two guys are insanely important to the Inhumans. But on a personal note, um, he said he'd like to see Lockjaw. So, um, so yeah, we'll see, man. Very cool. And Lily Birdsell has, uh, been has been cast in the show as well. So I'm a little behind, and I'm not 100 percent sure who she is. Oh yeah, I did look at this picture. I've seen her in something. I just don't know. Let's see. She's from. Oh, she's in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hannah from in The Walking Dead. She's in NCIS. Um, Angel Becker, Cold Case, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Good luck, Charlie. Castle Bones. So now on to the Netflix stuff. Lots of cool stuff coming out of this. Totally. First of all, uh, let's talk about the Defenders as a whole. Yeah. Uh, Marvel to release their first uh, look at the Defenders logo in a teaser video. Oh, did you want to watch it? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to go to the bathroom while you do that then, because this is, this is the shit. And plus, especially if there's an ad, I'll be right back. This is Jim. He's a proud hotel owner. But Jim is frustrated. The Rabbit Breeders Convention has come to town, and none of the visitors stay in his amazing hotel. Why should you care? Well, they looked on popular websites that don't have his hotel. So you wouldn't have found it either. However, on Trivago, you never rely on one or even several websites because Trivago searches more than 200 of them. That way you find your ideal hotel for the best price. The visitors, rabbits, and Jim like that about Trivago, and so should you. Hotel Trivago. Come as you are, as you were, as I want you to be. 
think the four of you can save New York? You can't even save yourselves. Right? Okay, so we just... How sick is the music choice, though? It is. Okay. (laughs) First of all, I love the way that... uh, Modern superhero movies are bringing in classic. I hate to say classic rock because it's, well, not it's really classic, classic rock. <laughs> um, early nineties rock, but yeah. it it is one of my two favorite uh, alternative rock. Yeah, it's one of my two favorite Nirvana songs. Totally. Come as you are. Uh, Lithium is my other favorite. Oh, I love Lithium. Um, so those two are great. Um, but also I love it that they didn't have any of the main characters back. It was Stick. Yeah. That came in and said, uh, you think you, t- you four can save New York? Yeah, that you was You can't sick. even save yourself. And I love Stick. I love that character. Um, and you haven't seen, uh, season two yet mm-hmm. of Daredevil, have you? Oh, you did watch it. Okay, good. Yeah. So you- I binged it in one day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're telling me. All right. Cool. So where are we at here? We have, uh, yeah, so they also have um uh, there's a montage of uh, all the all the five show well the four shows which that, is really really cool. Well, actually. the three shows that have been filmed so far. And it's basically all footage you've seen for the most part if you watch the shows, um a little bit of Luke Cage, um and then at the end there's a little bit of Punisher, but I don't know if you want to watch this one too, but um no, I can watch it later. Okay. Um uh congratulations to Jessica Jones and Daredevil. They uh, both earned Emmy nominations. So sick, dude. I love it. Um very very cool. Um, then, uh, the producers have come out and said how Defenders is different from the Avengers. And what I like is they're like, they're, they're all like anti-heroes. Yeah. Um, which is very cool. And they're also very neighborhood centric. Right. Because they all are in Hell's Kitchen, which is just a, it's, if you don't know. It's a borough of New York, isn't it? It's not a borough. It's a neighborhood. Neighborhood. Okay. Okay. But it's, it's on the, the, the Midwest side. Um, it's north of the village. And north of like Tribeca, yeah. A lot of people know it recently because it's where um, the daily the Daily Show is, is filmed in Hell's Kitchen, right? Um, so and also there's the CBS Studios in Hell's Kitchen. It's just one of those names that goes back to the early times of of uh, New York in the in the 1900s. Um, I believe it was connected with Five Points, if I remember correctly. But um, it's just it's a great name. And, and what I like about this particular article is they're basically talking about the fact that, um, you know, what happens when these people meet each other? They're saying, um, what, who's the bad guy? What's at stake? Um, and, and what I like is that they're still work, they say that they're still working in a very real grounded world. And that's what I yes. really like about, that's one of the reasons I love Jessica Jones so much. It's like, granted, she can do some, cool stuff but, but dude, she, she's an alcoholic she very rarely does it she's an anti-hero she's boozed up most of the time uh-huh. she she screws up she makes mistakes um and she hurts people and dude i love it when freaking luke cage takes the saw to his belly oh right um there's a really cool clip actually in this um well we'll get to that when we get to luke cage trailer if you haven't watched it but um it's it's i i cannot wait for the defenders it's gonna be cool uh very cool oh we both have put the Anything in there? All right. Oh, okay. I didn't even notice that. Um, but yeah, that's it's that's what I love is it's it's so grounded, right? And I mean, it's all fantastical, anyways. Well, I mean, sure. But, but. It, it, I love how it's grounded in in a modern, real location, right? Um, whereas I mean, the Avengers also takes place in New York, but it's Manhattan. I mean, it's all Manhattan, but it's all global as opposed to this. I mean, we have not left Hell's Kitchen yet. No, we haven't. In the shows. No. It's, it's fantastic. And this is literally like a 10-block-by-10-block a ten ten block region of New York. It's it's great. 
So Daredevil, uh, they announced Marvel and Netflix has announced that Daredevil will return for a season three. Oh, I can't. I'm guessing wait. they're going to delve more into Punisher. Oh, for sure. They definitely um, Punisher, Kingpin. I yeah, mean, the king, so the much. Kingpin stuff. I mean, I felt season two ended. Um, minor spoilers, obviously. I, I felt season two kind of ended, not cliffhangery, but like still. Set up. It was yeah. It was it, there's momentum being gained, yeah. and especially the stuff around the Kingpin and Punisher. I cannot wait. I love the Kingpin. Um, personally, he's Vincent one, D'Onofrio is fantastic. He's absolutely phenomenal, and I just I love that show. Those two characters, him and and, and Castle, are two of my favorites. Obviously, I like the villains usually, right? Um, but I love that show because it's darker, but also because there's some real serious issues going on with the with daredevil and his friends right um and they're all dealing with what's going on for uh matt murdoch uh differently yeah which we haven't I like. even mentioned electra right and then there's the dynamic with electra which uh you weren't the biggest fan of i was not i loved it and the reason i loved it is because for me it was like not to get too personal but we you know, I've had some crazy exes, you know <laughs> what I mean? And, and that's kind of what it comes down to is like this crazy ex comes into your life. And sometimes you are, uh, thrown into something you probably wouldn't do, but because you have that old connection with that person, you're now, you now find yourself in a situation you, you didn't think because you were on a different path, right? Yeah. The, the two, and things, that connection with stick was my favorite. Yeah. That, that's it. The, the two things about Electra is, um, you really had to have her because they're introducing the hand. Right. Um, but with Electra, I liked her more once you realize that she's beholden to stick. Right. I like that better. Yeah. No, I love, I love that. And I love stick, but that's, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage, uh, they, they released the first trailer. Sick as hell. Let's watch it. I'm just getting started. Wu Tang, dude. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Um, and this is actually going to talk about the, the, the other article we have in here is how Luke uh, Cage don't play. The Luke Cage, uh, storyline is going to brush against today's politics, but mm-hmm. the, you can't really talk about the, and we'll talk about that in a second. And we obviously have different personal histories that can inform this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you really can't talk about that without talking about where Luke Cage came from. I mean, Luke Cage came from the seventies. Yep. In, you know, late sixties, early seventies with Black Panther and the, the rise of black power right. and, and, um, especially in the blight that was New York in the seventies, which was very, 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 uh, decrepit and very dark. It was a very dark time for New York. Indeed. Um, and so that's where it comes from. Um, and you totally get that feeling and there is no mistake why he's, Wearing a hoodie. Um, yeah. Uh, Wu Tang? Wu Tang, great song choice. <laughs> that trailer was sick. Anyway, go back to the hoodie thing. Um, Sorry. The hoodie thing <laughs> is, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great nod to, to the modern problem of Black Lives Matter. Right. And how you, I mean, seriously, how can you create a show centered around a bulletproof black man? Right. And not talk about how that's going to incorporate Black Lives Matter. Exactly. I mean, the, and 
So the the comment towards the end uh, was along uh, was, was along the lines of uh, uh, you knock down a few doors in the projects and you think you're all hard. Yeah, and it's like and he's like I'm just getting started. Yeah, you know, and and the scene and, and definitely check out the trailer before you hear us talk about this because the trailer's sick. It's 45 seconds of awesome. Uh, but he basically takes a car door walks into a building starts knocking literally knocking down doors with his foot and using and he actually wraps the door around a guy at some point um <laughs> throws a guy through a ceiling um i through love wall. And, and i love watching uh, i love and i think they picked the perfect actor by the way oh um, by Coulter, it's phenomenal but in jessica we saw, jones we saw him on the stage floor right show floor. right and one of the things that was uh really funny to me when we were watching jessica jones and commenting on that was when he fights it's so nonchalant because he's like, this is effortless. You know what I mean? He's standing there chucking people left and right. He can't be harmed. No, you know what it kind of so reminds he's just, me of? He's like a mountain standing in the middle. <laughs> it reminds me of the Matrix when you see uh, Neo fight in slow motion. Yeah. When he finally like in that moment where he uh, was at the end of the first one. Yeah. Where he's fighting, finally fighting uh, uh, Smith, Agent Smith. Right. Uh, and he's like... He finally figures out the he's matrix the hallway, yeah. and he's in the hallway and he's just kind of like, effortlessly grabbing his exactly. arm into it's exactly the same thing. It's, so it's the same sort of feeling. And, and again, Mike Coulter is a great actor to bring this uh, to thing. And, you know, going back to the Wu Tang song choice, it was the perfect song choice because there's so many different rap milieu that you could have chosen. Right. And, I mean, you could have chosen hard DMX or you could have chosen. Uh, you know, the fast rap of Marshall Mathers or something right. like that, but you needed it to be a slow beat yeah. with some fast and Wu-Tang, notes. Wu-Tang was sick. That was a it was, it was a great choice. Uh, so on to Iron Fist, which, yep. um, if you, again, going back to the, to the seventies, um, that's where Iron Fist comes in because again, there was a huge uh, movement of Kung Fu in the seventies as well, especially built after Bruce Lee, but, Iron Fist has a, a a direct connection with Luke Cage, right? Because they were part of the Power Man and Iron Fist comic. Indeed. Okay, Iron Fist is going to be really good. Um, oh, I can't ne- wait. Netflix TV is doing it right. Um, they really are. But what I loved is in the Defenders promo, um, you saw written in there who is Danny Rand, right? And I, I'm kind of hoping it's um, Jessica Jones looking for it and that's how they're gonna oh, that'd be back. cool because she's the the investigator right right um so she's the one that would be like writing down notes or i mean it could also be daredevil i guess with his legal firm but i think it would make more sense to jessica jones because she already has that connection with luke cage and since luke cage is obviously going to be connected to iron fist that would be the way to get that relationship back up and running no totally um and and this other article we have in here saying that uh iron fist has more villains than other marvel shows and that's basically uh joe casada saying that and he kind of says it offhandly um but he doesn't give any other details but if it has more villains um i'm guessing it's gonna be more crossovery yeah well not only that but just the the kung fu genre in general tends to have more villains good point so i think it's them kind of giving a nod to that totally all right let's get moving um, some merchandise, uh, also at San Diego Comic-Con, Hasbro, who does a lot of the Marvel stuff, has revealed um, a lot of the new figures for Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Mrs. Marvel. For Ms. sure. Marvel. So, um, and I, I think it's very interesting that they, they reference it's Ms. Marvel and not Captain Marvel, which were very... Oh, interesting. They're yeah. different runs of the same Carol Danvers character. But, right. Um, but, well, Ms. Marvel, the current incarnation of Ms. Marvel is the Kamala Khan. Right, Kamala Khan. So, yeah. so that'd be very cool. Right. Cool. All right. All right. So we're on to DC... 
I thought that was our last thing, but it's not. <laughs> Good Lord. No. All right. We're on to DC. Um, first of all, uh, again, San Diego Comic-Con was the same weekend as uh, The Killing Joke made its, uh, its right. two-night premiere out in theaters. Um, it is now available digitally, and we will be watching that before our real reviews because we will be talking about it there. Certainly. Um, but it made over $3 million as its Monday night screenings. What do you think about that? That's I think that's phenomenal for an animated uh, kind of off-the-cuff yeah, you know, I didn't open up the article to say how many screens that's in. Uh, no. But the thing is, it's like not everybody. I mean, if you're a big DC guy and you're you're aware of these stories, that's one thing. Um, so it says, um, it was good enough to take third place at the domestic box office behind Star Trek, which is six point three mil, and Secret Life of Pets, which is four point two. Nice. Which is insane, you know. For I mean, for a dark telling of a comic, I think that's that perfect. is actually not technically part of canon, right? Which is, I think, that's phenomenal. So good on them. Um, so also, Warner Brothers uh, Animation announced that they're going to be doing a Batman or Harley Quinn animated movie for 2017. And I think this makes sense in light of what we just said because, um, and one of the reasons why I loved Batman the animated series is because of Harley Quinn and because of those relationships, um, with the Joker and that kind of thing. And I think this makes a lot of sense, and I can't wait. Yeah, well, and Warner Brothers Animation always has a long history of doing really good work. I mean, with uh, Superman Doomsday and, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, 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 Batman Arkham and all that stuff. It's it's really cool stuff. For sure. Um, um, so we have a new trailer for Lego Batman. Have you seen this? No. Oh, for God's sake, sir. Killing me today. But this trailer is disgustingly good. Love. I cannot wait for this movie. Well, we had our first look at Robin and the Joker, too. <laughs> okay, that was brilliant. Yeah, that... Uh, black and yellow, black and yellow. That's... uh. So, Lego Batman, I'm seeing the mess out of that movie. I love how the Robin outfit started as a reggae van outfit. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, these pants are a little tight. Let me take these off. <laughs> oh. And he removes his whole legs. Oh, that's great. It was awesome. Anyway. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. So see the Lego Batman trailer and laugh like we just did. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, so of course BVS uh, Batman versus Superman has been released digitally with the uh, the Ultimate Edition, and uh, there is a possible Easter egg that hints of Barbara Gordon's fate. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So uh, I haven't looked at it yet because I haven't watched the Ultimate Edition. I no, no, watch no. That I first. Don't, we're not going to go there. Um, but again, Barbara Gordon was the Oracle. Da, right. da, da, killing joke. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't, so, don't get me started. All right. So there's some uh, some rumors for the upcoming Batman movie that Ben Affleck is directing. Um, it's confirmed, first of all. Second, it's rumored to be set in Arkham Asylum. I hope it's like entirely. Yeah. In Arkham I don't Asylum. want it to leave Arkham. <laughs> it's like all Shutter Islandy. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, but the thing is, is Matt Damon says he would play a superhero if Ben Affleck directed. And I saw this, and I'm like. Is he really going to do it? You think he's going to pull okay. it in? Well, two things. One, we, we saw in, in Babylon, um, and also in Geeking Out, if you haven't watched the new, uh, Kevin Smith show, that he actually did an interview with Matt Damon and he had him do specific lines from, from DC characters, including Shazam, which was brilliant. But if you click the second link, the one under Hush, uh, there's a great Batman villain or Batman character named Hush and somebody did a, what Matt Damon could look like as Hush. And I think he looks yeah, great. That's pretty BA. So right. I think that would be very cool. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Um, the Flash movie has officially added uh, Kiersey Clemens uh, to be Iris West. 
um, which we kind of saw coming because yeah. Kiersey Clemens was in Dope, which was the director's first movie. Cool. Um, Sounds good. Aquaman has found its writer, so it's good that it's finally going to be getting going. Which is great. And I didn't catch the name of the writer, actually. I saw this. Um, I don't know if I just want to give him credit. Will, Will Beale? Gangster Squad, Gangster Squad script writer Will Beale or Ball is returning to the Aquaman movie. Cool. And, cool. Uh, um, that's pretty darn cool because, uh, Gangster Squad is actually a pretty decent movie. Cool. Nice. Uh, awesome. I'm actually kind of excited about Aquaman. <laughs> I know. Well, Jason Momoa looks great. Plus, oh, he looks but great. we'll get to the Justice League trailer in a minute. Uh, but yeah. he is BA in that. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So we've got some Suicide Squad news and, you know, a lot of it is there's a behind the scenes video that's released. They released the final Comic Con trailer. Um, they had the whole VR experience, uh, at the Hard Rock. Right. Quick disclaimer though. Um, I'm going to do my damnedest to get this out while I'm gone. But if it comes out, um, and Suicide, Suicide Squad is already out, then know that we recorded before. Yes. Um, but the, the cool thing is they, they finally released the, the track list for the score. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to release a score and a soundtrack because they've released so many songs. The difference. I think you can get the soundtrack, uh, the soundtrack already, I think. Okay. Right? Well, the difference between a score and a soundtrack, a score is the background music, soundtrack right. are the songs. Yeah. No, this is the track list for the, um, score. Yeah. Um, well, the soundtrack is obviously, well, we don't know if the trailer songs are going to be on there, but it's had, you know, Blitzkrieg Pop. It's had, uh, um, oh, Bohemian uh, Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. 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 Uh, a couple other things is very cool, but they, they've kind of taken the forefront on using great songs in trailers, which is what Marvel Netflix is starting to do. For sure. Um, but the cool thing is, is, uh, there's also, it, it tells the origin of, uh, Harlequin's tattoos, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to see the movie first and then I'll watch. Yeah. Then we'll talk about it. Um, Wonder Woman, uh, there is, they released the Wonder Woman trailer. You watched this one, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. And it, it I hate you. <laughs> Just kidding. Dude. And it is phenomenal. <laughs> oh, it's so cool, man. I, I am, I don't want to do, I mean, we're already an hour and a half almost. I don't want to do trailer breakdowns with these, but I loved this trailer and I loved the, uh, the Justice League trailer, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but this makes me very, very excited that this is going to be re- re- literally the first superhero female lead movie yes and it looks ridiculous it does look ridiculous yeah um what i love is that they got a very strong actor in chris pine and he's playing an obviously secondary role yeah which is great you couldn't do a a, a wonder woman movie and have absolutely nobody's play the rest of the cast because it discounts her control. absolutely yeah you have to have some some A-listers uh, that are going to be taking second fiddle. And some of the moves, like when she got the lasso at that one point. Okay, and, like, no, the it's best thing ridiculous. was her shield slide. Oh, that was sick. Yes, that was Which sick. Which was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, Enemy Ace, who's a longtime Wonder Woman villain, mm-hmm. um, it would be very cool if he showed up. Okay. There's rumors that he might be in the movie. Cool. Um, so we'll see where that goes. The Justice League trailer was ridiculous. Should we watch this one? Did you watch it? I have watched it. Oh, you have? Okay, cool. Um, it is ridiculous. It shows the introduction of all the characters, and it's yeah. really Bruce Wayne, not Batman, but Bruce Wayne going around, which is also, I think, it was very important because Bruce Wayne goes to recruit the Flash, and he throws a battering right oh, as so Bruce cool. Wayne. So yeah. he's he, this shows that he's trying to recruit these, and he's trusting these people because he's re- he's revealing his identity. He's revealing his identity, right. which is a huge thing, and it's totally been glossed over by everybody seeing the trailer. Yeah, no, and I I love that part, and it's <laughs> the look on Flash's face as it's going by. He's like, huh. Interesting. Yeah. And he says, can I keep this? <laughs> and then he grabs it out of your hair and he's like, hey, can I have this? <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is sick. Yeah. Uh, and again, talking about songs you're playing through trailers, White Stripes, Icky Thump plays yeah. during yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, which is great. I'm I'm actually not a huge White Stripes fan, but I like this song. That's I good love song. Seven Nation Army, and I want that to be used into a trailer okay. somewhere. <laughs> I think that would have been a great song to be used in a, in a Suicide Squad trailer. Um, they also have all the new logos, and they released a little video that's a mashup of all the oh, logos. Cool. So it's nice. very cool. We have that in here. You watch Gotham. So I, well, I watched most of the first season of Gotham. I cannot wait to watch season two. Uh, they released a trailer for season three. There, I mean, you see the Riddler, um, just some really cool, uh, Arkham stuff. Uh, basically Hugo Strange is concocting like, very cool. Crazy villains, the return of, uh, um, uh, there's a line where she says, uh, uh, what's her name? Moody, um, Fish, Fish Moody. She goes, <laughs> yeah, she's got a, she's got one blue eye and she says, who are you? Or somebody says, who are you? And she says, I'm Fish Moody, bitch, or something like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh God, here we go. Chewing the scenery is always Jada, uh, which is great. So we'll see. I, I would love to catch up on that. That's one of the other shows I want to catch up on. So cool. The, the trailer's like, Three and a half minutes long. It's Holy crap. it's it's kind of gnarly, but it's 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 really cool. So, um, what else we got? We have uh, one bit of merch for DC, and it's been released. There's a new toy that's coming out, and it's a Joker dressed in the Batman cowl. Oh, really? So check it out. It's actually pretty cool look. Oh, that is <laughs> that's insane looking, dude. What the heck? Isn't that cool? Oh, that's, that's terrifying. Uh, open up the, uh, the, I don't uh, want to. No, I'm saying scroll up, open up the slideshow because you'll see the photograph because you see the full picture. Oh, yep. Yeah, there it is. That's, I think it's pretty cool. Absolutely terrifying. Yes. So it good. Is. Um, all right. So we're <laughs> we on are. Fox. Uh, Fox has ordered a Marvel X-Men based TV series. A pilot for it. A pilot for yeah. it, which they're going to go on. With. Yeah. And I, I think they, they'd be stupid not to jump on. I mean, with look, Marvel, with Marvel waving the red, the white flag on X-Men. Yeah. But also, I mean, look at what Netflix is doing. Look at, yeah. I mean, some of these shows and Fox is already doing, you know, they have Gotham, but this would be the best move for them. Yeah. Well, they also, uh, released the Legion trailer. So we got to check that out. Uh, I mean, we don't have to, but I'm saying yeah. definitely check it out. There's, there's a couple of cool little Deadpool movie videos. I don't know if you watched it, but there's one that's I haven't dead, yet, but Deadpool versus Candy Crush. Oh God. Which is hilarious. And then there's the Deadpool Walking Dead. Oh, I'll check those out um, later. I love Deadpool mashup. stuff, but, um, but that's cool, man. And I'm glad that this is, I, I, and going back to the X-Men thing, I really want, I would love to see X-Men week to week. I, I grew up watching that damn cartoon. Right. And I love that cartoon. And, which is the reason that I actually know as much as I do about Wolverine and these other characters is because of that cartoon. You yeah. Know, and I Phoenix think, and that whole storyline. I think if know? they can get it going quickly, mm -hmm. then it'd be the perfect way to introduce the new mutants in the X-Force. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, which Let's get Deadpool cool. on the kind of cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, put it on hey. Comedy Central and uh, okay moving on. All right. So Disney Disney we've got a couple of uh, different things. First of yeah. all the the Mona uh or the Moana cast and characters are revealed plus they released the first trailer. What the trailer the trailer is cute. Um it's um it's it's very short but it's cute because it's Moana as a baby. Right. And she's kind of wanders out. It's an international trailer. She kind of wanders out into the ocean uh -huh. looking for conch shells or whatever. Right. And the ocean is parting for her and oh, moving really? for her. And then it kind of is playing with her. And then it kind of swoops her back to the shore as her dad, I'm guessing, is looking for her, something like that. It's really cute. Um, but also, I don't know much about what this movie's going to be about, but she seems powerful, which is cool. Very cool. Uh, the Rock is in it. Yeah, well, so, of done. Course. 
NNN. <laughs> um, it's official. We, we have been talking about this rumor for a couple of months yeah. now, but it's official that um, that they are that Disney is going to be revamping the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Disneyland. Yeah. Well, at Disney's California Adventure, and they're turning into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And I think we talked about this uh, several, several episodes back, at least maybe 20 episodes back, right? Right. Um, on our main show. But I really like I like the idea, but I don't like the idea. I love Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, but at the same time, nobody knows what the Twilight Zone is. My kids don't know what Twilight right. Zone is. Well, you know, they and, didn't say that they're changing it in Disney World, so you still have the Tower of Terror over there as far as I know. No, I'm talking about Disneyland. That's I know, what I'm saying. but yeah, I'm yeah. saying is they won't be completely getting rid of it because oh, it's still okay. over there. Yeah. One thing I do like about it is I just, Donna, I just thought about the title, Mission Breakout. If they're smart, they're going to theme it on when they broke out of the, the prison. Oh, yeah. Right? Because what they did is it was a very tall prison. Right. And what they did is they got into the control booth. Yep. And that could be what goes up and down. That would be sweet. Yeah. Very, I like that. Cool. Uh, I like that. I like that. Okay. I'm in even more now. Okay. <laughs> and they should show the little guys attaching to the side yeah, and then absolutely. maybe Groot's in front of you, like uh-huh. controlling the thing. That'd be sick. Okay. Throw a little VR in it. I'm in, in, in. Um, I'm saying that a lot. Yes. Finding Dory <laughs> has passed Captain America Civil War as the highest grossing movie of 2016. Wow. Some and, seen it. No, and with that, Disney has passed five billion dollars at the worldwide box office in record time. Wow, which Oop. is really interesting because last year we talked about how they beat five billion for the year, right? And now it's halfway through the year and they're already at five billion. Well, when you own all the best properties, right? Well, the thing is, is last year they actually weren't number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one was Universal, who had seven billion. That's because Jurassic World, right? Jurassic World and Fast and Furious Seven, right? Which both passed over a billion dollars. Um. I think Disney could break Universal's record. I think so, too. We'll see. Cool, man. Um, let's end it with some SMOD news. Some SMOD news? So, Kevin Smith's Buckaroo Bonsai TV series, um, and what we heard at the at the convention, at the, the two shows we went to, um, and what's out on the internet right now, he's very close to a, d- a deal with Amazon to bring Buckaroo Bonsai to TV. Yeah, well, so. what the, getting a deal with Amazon is really tricky. Yeah. Because the way Amazon does it, is they pick, uh, I think it's 10 shows each year to film a pilot. And then they actually put those pilots on, on Amazon. And the two most watched become full series. Right. Okay. And so this is why I'm actually a big fan of a show called Alpha House, which is about four Republican senators that all live together. Oh, okay. And that's how it started. And that was in their first wave of pilots that they did three years ago. One of the ones that lost out that year was a zoo, was a, uh, a uh, Zombieland pilot. Oh, interesting. Okay. Somebody made a Zombieland pilot and it didn't get picked up. So uh, so we'll see. Hopefully it does get picked up. So if you are a Kevin Smith fan, please watch it on Amazon when it does come out so we can make sure we get a full run series. For sure. Um, also, really quick, this isn't in the show notes, but uh, Kevin Smith and Greg Grunberg uh, premiered their show Geeking Out on Sunday. It was decent. Uh, it was very much like a... Uh, like an Access Hollywood sort of show, yeah. With those two, um, and it was all about the con. Oh, well, obviously, okay. I'll have to check it out. Um, so pretty decent. Um, I would like to see a non-con episode to see what the actual format's going to be like. Cool. Should I do the thingy thingy, and then yep. you do the last thingy? So we're out of here. We're out of here. We had a good con, dude. We did. We had a great con. Yeah, it was good. All right. So thanks for tuning in. 
tuning in to the universal usual. Um, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com. Email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. Uh, I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will, of course, is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Give us positive ratings, like us, and love us on all the other social medias. Um, Patreon.com slash usual podcast. If you want to give us um, a buck or two an episode, help us out any way you can. Get us to future cons and that kind of thing. We also have a nice little bonus for Patreon, Patreon patrons. A dollar or more gets you access to our bloopers. Um, from each episode and early access to the episodes, at least a day early. And $10 gets you socks. Yeah. And $10 or more for a couple of weeks will get you socks and beer sent from us to me, from me to you. And so please, please, please go to iTunes and give us more stars and ratings. Oh, yes. Do and that. And please share it on iTunes so we can move up the charts. I'd love more to move visions. up somewhere because yes. I don't even know how that works. And also audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. We have, uh, you know, get a free book on us. We've talked a lot about the upcoming reveal of Thrawn to the rebel series so please check out the heir to the empire series yeah and definitely do that and get it on us for free so there you yep. are man word so now that we have completed our journey and found our way home we want to thank our loyal listeners join us in our next exploration as we probe the depths of the different universes including fox marvel dc smogcast disney and berlantiverse indeed dude um should i say have a fun yes please have a fun peace peace